Grace Bible Church, welcome back to the Midweek Podcast. It is uh, a pleasure to share this time with you. Brent, how are you? Oh, Steve, I thank you for asking. <laughs> you know, you've never asked me that. We've been doing this for over a year. You've never, I am doing I just now started caring, I guess. I, it's true. Hey, no. it takes away. He's <laughs> trying to impress us. You gotta warm up. You gotta warm up to us. It's, uh, I'm doing great. I'm so excited to be sitting here with the Grabowski family. Yeah. Well, Thanks for being here, guys. Oh, we're glad to Happy be here. Happy to be here. Half of them, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kids the are the quieter half. Kids are yes. hanging out uh, next door, and so uh, we're glad you're here and glad you made time to to be here. We're uh, privileged and and blessed to be able to to share this time with you. So, um, part of what we do this uh, in this podcast is just kind of allow the church to get to know people uh, within our church body, uh, members of our church, and their story. And it's been really kind of a a ble- a, well, I, not kind of, it's been a blessing uh, to get to know more about uh, the people that the Lord has brought to our body. And um, there've been so many wonderful things that we've been able to share in this, in this room and get to know. And so uh, today will be no different. <laughs> uh, so, so Greg and, and Diana, thank you for, for being here to share. And I'd love to just kind of ask you, Greg, maybe to, to start in sharing a little bit about uh, your your story, um, mm-hmm. how you were raised, and how maybe how you came to know Christ. Yeah, sure. Um, it, it's interesting. Diane and I, um, we, we both have similar backgrounds, but incredibly different backgrounds. And we were both raised Catholic, but our, our upbringing was completely opposite. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, I grew up in New Jersey. Uh, both of my parents are Polish immigrants. And so... Um, you know, the, the, the type of, of background that we had, I mean, we went to a Polish Catholic church. I mean, it was in Polish a lot of the time. Wow. And yes. so it was, was that? Yes, I've been. Yes. It's very different. Um, and you, and so, but it was, it was very much more about, uh, it was much more of a cultural thing. It was much more, you know, who you are than necessarily what you believed in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so, uh, I went to school at the university of North Texas. So I came to Texas as quick as I could. Um, <laughs> and it was, it was actually during my, my undergrad. Um, it was actually a girl who dumped me. Um, <laughs> one of the reasons being that we have different religious backgrounds. And so, um, I had gone back during one of my summer breaks and one of my closest friends, um, was, is a, is a really solid Christian, um, and, and he, he was, he always, he was always really good about living it out. He was never, uh, he was never preachy about it. He was just, he's rock solid, always was, always is really wonderful family. Um, and so for me, it was, I felt really comfortable that summer saying, Hey, what's the difference? Hmm. You know? And so he just shared the gospel with me and I'm like, well, yeah, that, that makes sense to me. <laughs> You know, and and so um, I mean that that was that was my my conversion moment, mm-hmm. um, and so and then getting back to to UNT is when uh, you know I'd get plugged into uh, Denton Bible Church, and so that that's that's you know that that kind of helped build me up getting involved in college life and 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 the church there, and so that was mm-hmm. that that's kind of my my where where I came from, um, you know uh, as to how we got here, um, we lived in. DFW for, or I lived there for about 16 years. Uh, um, it, what we struggled with um, early in our marriage was because we had bounced around a bunch just from, you know, she was doing her master's while I was teaching public school. And then I did my master's and then I did my doctor. And of course, every time it was, 
we're going to move somewhere else. Like, we don't know where I'm going to go to school. Mm -hmm. And it just so happened that we stayed in DFW. (laughs) So we would always kind of avoid getting too plugged in because the moment we did, you know, we're like, oh, well, we got plugged in here. Now we're moving to the other side of Dallas. And so eventually, and so it was always a bit of a hesitation. And, And then, you know, we had Ben, our first child, uh, we got my first university job in central Pennsylvania and we got into a, uh, plugged into a small church there, which is, it com- took us a while. Though. It took us a while. <laughs> um, and it was, it was so different because I mean, m- my, my experience really was Denton Bible, which is a large mm-hmm. non-denominational church. And DFW where you could just throw a stone and hit a really solid church, yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah. like wherever we went, we could find a place. And that was not like that in yeah. rural Pennsylvania. And yeah. so that it was, yeah, it was completely different. And, and so we actually took a, a Dave Ramsey, uh, financial peace class. And so we, we found a church, um, where the, it was just, it was, it was a really great, it was a small church, which uh-huh. was made us a little uncomfortable at first, but we got plugged in and we're like, this is important for our kids. You know, they need to get plugged in and, and, the and it body made a there. huge difference in our lives. And we oh, were like, yeah. Oh yeah, this is what we've been missing. Yeah. Like and, we were, yeah. I was waiting for the, the perfect church. And it was like, no, 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 this is, this is, it was a big nudge from God. Yes. Just, just, you know, get there. And then when, so when we came here, we were like, we are not letting the grass grow under our feet. Mm -hmm. We are going to figure this out. We're Googling churches before we came. We like, we were ready to just jump right in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was, um, uh, early on Scott LaGraff was, he was on my search committee. And so he helped us move in and actually organized a, a group of you know, uh, GBC guys that, you know, you, you, all, guys you were, were all there, there and there. helping us move in. <laughs> and so, um, I think we were actually looking for a house a couple of weeks before we actually moved in and we ran into Scott and we mentioned, we're actually thinking about looking at Grace. He goes, Oh, I go to Grace. And of course <laughs> I think he was really excited, but yeah. didn't want to show like, yeah. didn't want to look like <laughs> over eager and like, so like, Oh yeah, it's, it's, it's a really good place. You, definitely worth checking out. <laughs> And really, he's like, oh, yes. <laughs> Underneath, he's like, I love it. You should be here. <laughs> My people. And so, uh, yeah, so we got plugged in right away. And like I said, we, we saw how important it was for us and for our, for our family. So, you know, we started like, all right, new membership class. Let's do it. We're yep. just, let's just, we're we're just going to jump all in. in. Mm-hmm. So, so. You, all, you all moved to Nacogdoches then. When was it? 2020? Beginning of 2020? 20, uh, 2019. 19. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was summer. So I guess August 2019. Yes. Okay. So we had seven months of like normal life yeah, <laughs> and yes. then COVID hit. So yeah. Tell us about that. I'm that transition. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, uh, if those that don't know, uh, Diana is a professional singer. And so obviously COVID has impacted both of your lives. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, Greg, you're, uh, leading, uh, and conducting at the school, all the things that this, the schools had to go through at SFA changing things around. So this obviously has impacted your careers, mm-hmm. uh, and your life, but I, I'm really interested to, to hear how this has impacted you you, you came into a new church, you sensed the clear leading of the Lord, let's get involved. And then obviously for all of us, then we went, what, eight weeks, 10 weeks, mm-hmm. not meeting in person mm-hmm. and all the things that have come from that as well afterwards. So if you could speak to us, what's that been like from your perspective as newer members uh, getting hit with COVID early on? Yeah. Well, I think that's been one of the really amazing things is that you're right. We, we felt a clear leading from the Lord mm-hmm. of, of this is where we need to be and this is what I want you to do. And, and we were ready to do it, but seeing it so quickly play out in that, we had mm. made so many connections and starts of friendships and ministries mm. and, you know, all the different things um, that we got plugged into right away. And that s- has sustained us, mm-hmm. you know, in a way that was, I don't know what we would have done had we not had the foundation of starting 
here at Grace Bible because, you know, I was in the women's Bible study and that continued virtually, but I already felt comfortable with those people. We were already in a small group and Greg had already plugged in with some of his colleagues who go here Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. all of these things that it it, it sort of, it it felt, um, it didn't feel like the bottom dropped out. We didn't Mm -hmm. feel isolated. We didn't feel like we just moved here and we don't know anybody. It did not feel like that from day one. And Mm -hmm. that's, and it's been such a, that doesn't always happen. You know, when the Lord Mm -hmm. leads you in a direction, you sometimes, it it takes a while to see where it's all heading. And in this case, it was like glaring, flashing lights of Mm -hmm. like, this is why you're here. This is Mm -hmm. what I want for you, you know? Mm -hmm. And it was, it was really nice just that how quickly you got involved in the women's ministry. And, and I mean, if, had we dawdled a couple months, everything would have been so much more challenging. Mm -hmm. And so it's been nice that you, you've been able to get plugged in and, and um, especially without any gigs, mm-hmm. um, you know, all, all your performances are canceled just to be able to, to, to be plugged in and to still have, have things to work on. And, and Kim Weir keeps you plenty busy with the women's <laughs> study. <and. laughs> yep. They did a great job. You know, they're, they're, nobody knows exactly how COVID is going to shake out in local churches, but mm-hmm. <clears throat> one common number that's being used around right now is that about 30% of people that were involved in church since COVID have been basically de-churched, they've been mm-hmm. lost totally. So it's not that they're staying at home watching. It's that 30% of church attendance of a church had a hundred people. 30 of those are now unchurched. Mm-hmm. They're disconnected. They're people that were on the fringes that for the most part that weren't connected. And I think of your all story, your intentionality, your obedience to the spirit to be involved quickly. We think a word worship service family, you got, you got devoted to several groups that are devoted to the word very quickly. Women's group, men's group, small group, uh, with the Kegels, I know the Kegels love you all. So <laughs> you know, they can't help. Always, we love them. Yeah, too. we love that group. Much yeah. I appreciate y'all. Uh, involved in corporate worship, uh, you know, serving and being hospitable, getting to know people, having sharing meals with people in our church very early on, building those relationships. And through the storm of all those things that happened, uh, you all have have stayed connected. Uh, you know, and, and even though a lot of that having to be online with this time, uh, I think that's something that we've been able to see in a really because of COVID-19, in a very quick, intensive way, what happens in non-COVID times. Mm-hmm. People that take wait a lot of time to get involved or look for, like you said earlier, Greg, the perfect yep. scenario, the perfect people, the perfect mm-hmm. place, the perfect pastor, uh, they find themselves never really connecting. Mm-hmm. And then when the, the smaller personal COVID-19 situations of life, a sickness or uh, marriage issues or family issues uh, or just apathy starts to seep in, those people just get so blown around by the by the waves and storms of life, and so mm-hmm. I appreciate y'all being involved and leaning in. Um, you know, what would you say has kind of been the more the, the greater insights that you all have brought to this season? You're in Nacogdoches, Texas, mm-hmm. which they say I think they say that's the Dallas of East Texas. Is that right? Is <laughs> oh, that I like the sound I'll of take that. that. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I heard somebody say that. Uh, that was actually probably me saying that. Pretty <laughs> time, but we'll go ahead and coin it. That's, that's it. That's yeah. coin now. That uh, sounds like a bumper sticker tra- to trademark. me. Right that's yeah. it. So get, yeah. on, get making that. Uh, but you've lived in now in several different size communities. Yes. And uh, so tell us about what that experience has been like coming to a smaller town yeah. here in East Texas. Well, that's what's funny is is when we first came here, you know, every other person was like, welcome to NACA nowhere. And we are just like, y'all don't know where we just came from. <laughs> Cause we were, this is big. you know, we were in DFW. I grew up in Houston Greg was in New Jersey, these big populous mm-hmm. suburbs. But then we moved to central Pennsylvania, which is like tiny, tiny towns. We were in a quote unquote, big college town of 5,000. Mm. And, and there are other small towns around. It's not completely isolated, but it's all farmland. Oh, it's the, all, there's a it's big so Mennonite rural. and Amish community. So yeah. you see 
horses and buggies. Oh yeah, common super, parking at Walmart, like the whole thing. <laughs> and um, and so we were like, oh, we can do Nacogdoches. This is fine, mm-hmm. you know. We and we really there was so much about living there that we loved. Yeah, sure. um, but it was not a culture shock to come here. In mm-hmm. fact, it was like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, we can do this, you know. It was um, so so. I mean, again, the you, you got to see the Lord's leading in that mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. um, maybe maybe it would have been harder coming straight from from DFW, but it yeah. really mm-hmm. wasn't. And um, and yeah, I don't know. It, it's 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 interesting because it, w- when I really noticed it was uh, yesterday we were in in Houston. I was doing something at a high school. And just driving through the traffic, and I'm like, I don't miss this at all. Mm-hmm. You know, we were driving around just to go to a half price books. Where the, our kids were complaining, "Are we there yet?" We're like, <laughs> and we're like, "This it's taken us eight used, minutes, but they're used to five. Yeah, you know, right. it's like, yeah. we used to do this all the time. Like I, I, we when we finally drove in last night, I mean, the streets were empty. It was it was eight thirty, and I'm like. It's just, I've gotten used to it and just, I feel like it's better for my blood pressure. <laughs> I, just, I, 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 you know, it's, it's, and it's a great community. We, we, we love the people here. It's, it's pretty. It's, um, and, and I, I kind of like the pace. Yeah. Well, with the pace that, that brings to mind, uh, and it is pretty, but with pretty comes the pine trees and everything <laughs> else. So let's talk a little bit about, the uh, the storm. <laughs> Cause I heard that you had, whose Snow parents vid. was in town? Dinos. My parents Man, came in town the night before the big storm from Cincinnati to, because they were looking ahead at their weather and saw some zero ish degree temperatures coming. So they were like, we're going to come now. Go down <laughs> to Texas where it's warmer. It, yeah. it got to five. Yeah. Not yeah. Zero. <laughs> yeah. So we had a, we had a fun camping week with them. Oh, we were so grateful that they were there. They oh, helped yes. so much. But it, it, it kept it just having more adults than kids in the room. It was easy to, Yes. To, to, yeah. to keep calm with everything. And so it was, we're very fortunate in that our house was, was, was okay. So we actually have a couple of very large pine trees in the back. Um, we, we lost power very early on, you know, usually people. Yeah. The first it. like 48 yeah. hours was when we were out. A lot of people lost it either in the very beginning or at the end, or, you know, some unfortunate types oh, lost yeah. it the whole time. <laughs> uh, we lost it in the, in the beginning, but it was, um, it was when after the snow came and then the temperatures the dropped and everything. that the ice came, that the branches just started dropping. And so I felt like I was just, you know, it felt like, like we were being bombed. Basically, Yeah. I was just <laughs> looking around back and forth. Like, what do I got to deal with now? What yeah. am I going to deal with now? And um, so, I mean, our house is fine. A little hole in the roof that was, I was able to patch up pretty quickly. Um, the, the playhouse in the back for the kids. I mean, I was just happened to be looking out when a giant branch oh went gosh. right through it. I, I mean, mean, I mean, it, it was, was a, it was probably a <laughs> 70 foot tall tree and yes. it fell from the top of the tree and it was like a foot diameter branch and it just impaled the kids. Well, it's, it's sliced right through it. The rest I got, of, the it, rest I got emotional it. looking at that picture. I was oh, like, no, <laughs> I know it was, it was a shock. We had to really talk the kids down and now we have all these plans of, of yeah, ben the, got the, the new playhouse at yes. first. And I'm like, no, 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 no. First off, that was cool. <laughs> like that was like I can't believe that happened. Like nothing, they didn't even move. There was no shape. Like the ground shook, but it went through the thing, and it was just like, all right, we're just it the, just rest, got the swings were still there. The slide was still there. The monkey. It was just the actual playhouse right in the middle. Nice it just cut butter. right through. Yeah. Wow. And so uh, I, I I told the kids, I was like, all right, well, th- this is our opportunity to make a new one. So <laughs> go get some paper, and we're gonna start drawing some ideas. And oh, so they got fun. really excited. And I told them, like, we can keep the monkey bars. That's actually untouched. The swings are untouched. <laughs> the slide's good. The slide is yeah. good. We'll just, and I wanted to move that thing over about six feet anyway so I can plant a peach tree. And <laughs> now I can. Priorities, you know. <laughs> yeah, you it's go. priorities. It's about, it's about planting trees. <laughs> yeah. um, 
And so, uh, so yeah, so, so now they're really excited about it and they're like, now you guys can make it your own. But our, (laughs) but, but that was not the only branch that fell and, um, our whole yard was littered with the most massive branches. It looked insane. It really did. And we're bracing ourselves because we just cleaned up from the previous storm. (laughs) And that took us several weeks to just finish, you know, raking and sprucing up the whole backyard. And we already had a big pile of branches at the foot of our driveway. And, um, and then it was like. 10 times worse. Mm-hmm. And, and just when we were kind of bracing ourselves to go out there with our one chainsaw and start hauling things around, that's when Roman texted and said, Hey, we're, we're headed over with about 15 people and about four chainsaws. Can we 30 and minutes? It, is that good? Yeah. And this team from GBC just descended, knocked it out in an hour yeah. of, of just everybody pitching in and breaking I up those branches cleaning and it. Cause I just, it, it would have taken us months I to really that yard. No joke. Five times. It's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and to do it again, it was, and so it was, it was, it was really a blessing. Yeah. To have that was amazing. The whole church come in and just, and, and, and again, a witness for my parents who were there were oh, just yeah. so happy to see, not only throughout the storm when we were checking in with other people and people mm-hmm. were checking on us, but then, and, you know, we got some wood from people and like, every, again, everybody is just kind of staying connected, but then to see at the, after the fact, see that happen, they were blown away and they mm-hmm. were so moved by it. It was really neat. Yeah. yeah, that's great. And a great Testament. But, uh, really if they were, if our church was really hospitable, we would have taken the tree limbs and created a whole new playset. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, goals, right? You know, you gotta, you gotta have something to yeah, that's know, true. aim that's for goals. and grow goals. in. <laughs> Greg, you're a woodworker, so maybe you I can I was gonna say, I've, I've got plans. I'm good. <laughs> I gotta give my dad a We just gotta get people to come over and play when it's done. <laughs> I just need somebody with a pickup truck to go If only we lumber. knew people with kids. Yeah. There you go, there you go. Now, y'all are, uh, one of the questions I, I like to ask, especially with people that, that have little ones right now, um, is kind of how do you balance... Uh, or not balance is probably the wrong word, right? I, I, mm-hmm. I, a matter of fact, I've been, I was corrected on that once and I, I've always <laughs> held that. I, I asked a pastor once, how do you balance the responsibilities you have at the church and your home and everything? And he said, first, let me correct you. It's not balance. It's faithful. He mm-hmm. says, you have to ask yourself every Sunday night, have I been faithful to my responsibilities at home? Have I been faithful to my responsibilities at church? Cause it's not a scale that evens out, you know, mm-hmm. it's not a balance type thing. So all that faithful is a helpful word. So I'd ask that how, how have you all found being faithful? You're in a new community, so your family does not live here. Mm-hmm. Uh, how have you found being faithful to your careers, being faithful to your family, being faithful to the local church with a lot of different time demands that you have on? That's a good question. It's, I mean, it's <laughs> tough, especially what, with the types of jobs that we have that it's very irregular. You know, we don't work the regular nine to five. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so, so when... Diana has a gig. She's gone for a couple of days, and and luckily early on, when our, since our kids were born, they've just gotten used to that. They've gotten used to both of us just being lead parent at yeah. different times. <laughs> and so yeah. Diana goes out of town. They're like, that's cool. They're like, it's no. Big I mean, they deal. miss me, but yeah, it's like doesn't throw their yeah. world off. It's not like oh, daddy's doing it, so we're gonna have the weird food now. <laughs> it's like it's like we're just having cereal all the time. No, and no, so, so no, they're, no. They're they're the kids are used to it. Um, you know, it's just a juggling act for us because we have a lot of seasons where we're really free, and then then we have seasons where we're just ridiculously busy. And so, um, you, we, we try to plan things out early enough and in, in, mm-hmm. on our calendars, like, all right, you've got this gig here. We'll do this here. We can, we can manage this. And then if there's like a week that's really busy, we try to ha- have time that with one of our parents and families coming in just to help us out mm-hmm. with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also, I think, um, try to have an attitude in our family of just when, 
whenever possible and whenever there's things to do, we just do it as a family. Yeah. Whatever the thing is that we need to do, we just all we just all do it because (laughs) otherwise it's there's too much my time, your time. It doesn't work like that, you know? And um and so that's that helps us, I think. Mm. And there are definitely times when one of us needs to be like, okay, I need to go sit in the closet by myself for a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) It's hard being an introverted parent sometimes. (laughs) But um (laughs) But that, that helps us too. It's like, all right, well, if we need to go to Lowe's, let's all go to Lowe's, you know, and that, that just, you know, so that there isn't, we don't try to compartmentalize too much. You don't try to separate too much. It's all Mm. just our life. Cause when I think back on my childhood and my life, that's, it's just an impression of like, we were a family and we did family things together and everything we did was an adventure because we did it together. Even if it was just, you know, playing in like the window and door department of Home Depot (laughs) while my parents were shopping for, you know, the things that you do when you're a kid, right? (laughs) (laughs) or playing in the ceiling fan section and like, I don't know, (laughs) these are what I, I don't know. But anyways, yeah. So just trying to incorporate it all together as much as we can. I mean, there are times when if Greg has a rehearsal, but I have a thing and then I have to drop the kids off and then we get a student to watch them while Greg finishes rehearsal. And that's what we have to do. And they love it. You know, Mm -hmm. they love being a part of our lives rather than like, you know, so that they're incorporated into what we're doing. Um, yeah, even yesterday, um, w- when I had that, that clinic in Houston, Fanny's like, well, let's just all go <laughs> and just, we're going to turn into a day date out yeah, yeah. family yeah. adventure day, you know, mm-hmm. just to change it up for everybody. I mean, it, it is harder with, with COVID, you know, mm-hmm. you have less options, less things that you can do and you just try to make the most of it. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> you know, we're finishing off second Peter this Sunday, mm-hmm. last Sunday of the month, this idea where we've been found by Christ and we will be found by him in his return. As we finish off this book, we also want to note that this is Daylight Savings Time Sunday, so everything's moved <laughs> up an hour earlier, which means as folks are starting to trickle back um, uh, in the coming weeks and months as well, I can assure you, Stephen, there will be room in the 9 o'clock service. <laughs> it will really be the 8 o'clock, right, with Daylight Savings Time happening. There'll be room in that service. Good good chance for spacing. Yeah, so come to the 9 o'clock service. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. You know, the uh, as we finish off this book, uh, Stephen, uh, and have you been... You know, I get you, for people that don't know, I get Steve in my outline and, and, and my notes. I'm trying to stay a couple weeks ahead. Uh, but as you've been preparing, and now we've gone through First Peter, we'll finish up Second Peter this Sunday. Uh, so over 20 weeks in these these great two letters. Maybe what's some of the things that's come across your mind as you've been preparing uh, the, uh, the worship uh, arrangements for us? Yeah, I think um, throughout these two books, it's been um, the, the theme of hope has been continually there. Um, that, you know, our, our foundation is on Christ and not ourselves. And when we experience trial, when we experience, um, you know, the temptation to believe something different, uh, we come back to the center of our faith, which is Christ. And so, um, however, that's not actually abnormal from any other time of year when we, (laughs) when we worship together, we are, we're centered on Christ. And so, um, so in some of our song selections and some of the things that we've been introducing, that has been a theme. Um, probably over the, the past 20 weeks, you've probably heard, uh, my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. Um, that song we've sang several times, and that's intentional because that's a, that's a core theme of, of what we've been walking through. Um, and then some of the other songs we've introduced, you know, have been kind of as, as I've spent time, you know, reading these these letters um, and kind of seeing these themes of what, what do we as a church need to need to sing and say in light of these truths and how do we be reminded? And so 
Um, so we've in, introduced a, a few songs with those uh, with those intentions. So, uh, and uh, you know, I just like to say, just as a side note, um, I've been so thankful for how well the church has been singing together. And I know that that it's not like I'm I'm sitting there, t- uh, you know, making a grade for all right, <laughs> okay, well Johnny gets a. B plus today, but but no, but um, the the church is saying loud, and I I think that that's that's important as we're you know we're trying to remember these truths, but to have a group of people singing them together over one another, reminding each other, um, and the church being incredibly faithful to do that well, um, it has been uh, I think a mark of this season, uh, the faithfulness of of congregational singing. So. Um, I personally have been blessed by that because I get to stand there and the whole congregation sings my direction, which is uh, I selfishly am thankful. But um, but I know at the same time the church is singing to and over one another, um, and so we praise God for for that faithfulness. Very good. Well, church, we look forward to uh, seeing you this Sunday, and and thank you, Tim Grabowski, for coming in and making time to make this happen <laughs> on a busy Tuesday morning. What is what is your spring break? Uh, yeah, yeah. It, uh, you mean catch, break. Yeah, catch up on work yeah, time? <laughs> catch up on work break, that's right. Can we have another spring break yes. next week when hey, the we'll kids are back calls. in school? We'll make some calls. We'll see what we can do. We'll see what we can do. Well, Church, we look forward to seeing you this Sunday. And guys, thanks again for, for being here with us. We're glad to be here. Thank, Thank you. you.